everyone another game week another double game week this time for Leeds and Southampton we're very much excited to preview this game week uh, I'm joined as always by the man who's made the 100 club yet again he's he's quick on my tail uh, the running's going to be interesting I think there's only 59 points now so hopefully he's a bit more positive today we've got the positive Mindy yeah 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 kind of so 59 points what does that work out as maybe like five points a week I need to catch up yeah, it's not. It's not. You're eating into it every every week. Were well, you in the top 100k now? Uh, just outside 107. Um, right. So my rank was 170 before this week. So 70k places almost. I've gone up. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go through the the players and the score in full in a bit. In uh, when we go through the teams, but it was. Um, a few ups and downs to people this week with um, Burnley players getting injured and people who were on Loughton getting lucky and that sort of thing. Um, what was your overall emotion jammy. coming out of that week? Jammy, jammy, jammy. Uh, yeah, like you say, a lot of roller coasters in it. Like Diaz not playing the first game, playing the second game, and sitting not getting a clean sheet in that one, despite playing brilliantly. Uh, on the wrong, probably Burnley defensive asset. I was on Pope and had Martinez on the bench, so that kind of backfired. I could have struck, like, struck lucky and gone with Lowton like yourself. But uh, overall, uh, both of us, Captain Gunderham was a great shout, despite not playing the second game. You still got 19 points. You can't ask for much more, even from a double game week. Um, so, yeah, we yeah. should probably touch on that a little bit quickly. We Because we, 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 we went big on Sterling, didn't we, <laughs> on the podcast last week. But then... Yeah, sorry to the loyal listeners out there. No, but we did say that we were considering Sterling because Rodri was injured, which would mean Gundogan would be playing deeper. Yeah, so, yeah, so. that was the big thing for me when Rodri was back fit. It, I think, yeah, that was that's what tipped it, and we did talk about that. We did say we did. Say yeah, uh, and um, tweeted out that that's what changed our plans as well. Uh, so, um, uh, speaking of the Twitter account, actually, we're. Um, Creeping up to uh, 500 followers, which is a decent little milestone, given we started a few months ago. Um, so yeah, anybody listening, please share share the Twitter account, get us some followers, re- recommend us to your mates. Although I suppose if they if they're listening to this, maybe they don't, maybe they don't have so many mates. But you know, you must have one or two. Um, any it's other a separate state of, of affairs if they're coming for us for company. <laughs> I mean, there are a few people out there listening every week. So, I mean, <laughs> we're doing our bit. Um, what else? Friday, Friday night deadline this week. So be ready on Friday with your team. Once the Premier yeah. League bloody release some fixtures. <laughs> um, yeah, we were, we were hoping to record after the the famous double game week announcement for 26 and potentially 27. Uh, Pep did let it slip a bit last night, didn't he? You tweeted that out Uh Around, he was saying he was unhappy that the Southampton and Wolves games are rescheduled in February, which makes you think that the clubs have already been told they're just they're just uh, a bit slow. They must be putting the graphics together, something like that. Um, <laughs> the, 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 their uh, their Zoom meetings might be playing up like ours were trying to get this going. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? 
Uh, yeah, so Friday deadline, and we're recording Thursday lunchtime. So anything that happens in the Europa League tonight, injuries or whatever, keep an eye out for that sort of stuff when you're making your team. Uh, yeah. yeah, no doubt the fixtures will come at 3 p.m. as soon as we step off, but it's the way <laughs> well, it is. We best um, get straight into it uh, to um, make sure we don't run out of time. So I'll go first this week with my game week. 105, yeah. So I took out... All right, sure. Took out... Who did I take out for Loughton? Oh, I took out Cancelo for Loughton, actually, which I was a bit worried about because uh, I, I wanted to have two City attackers rather than two City defenders for this double. So I took out Cancelo for Loughton and then brought in Gundogan for Harvey Barnes. So yeah, Harvey Barnes got 12, I think, which is annoying. Liverpool uh, capitulating in the second half again. Um, but the only other two players I could have taken out were Salah or Son, really. Uh, and I didn't, re- I don't think I was really considering that. So I can't be too, like, I'm not kicking myself too much about it. It's just, just one of those things. Um, and then what else happened in my team? Yeah, I played Martinez, which was decent. Got Kufal off the bench, which is nice. So yeah, apart from Harvey Barnes, most things sort of fell my way this week. Change. You know, I'm, you're normally complaining about something. Uh, I had Kufal coming off the bench as well for Antonio, so we both had the same look there. But I played Pope ahead of Martinez, and Martinez got better score despite playing one game. But other than that, there were obviously there were some very good positives. I took out Son for Gundahan because uh, I because I'm still aiming to bring in Kane, so I'm hoping to have the Spurs cover there. So that was a good decision. Uh, and then other than that, defense did well. Kufal, let's say Shaw. Cancelo with eight, and then Diaz probably the only one with two. Uh, bit unfortunate missing that first game. Uh, he was out sick, wasn't he? He was on the bench, but I don't think Pep wanted to risk him with the team playing so well, and Laporte stepping in and doing really well. So, yeah, the one the one, one that's struggling at the moment is Jackie Grealish. He's not he's not lighting the house on fire at the moment. He's only, he only got two points, but Aston Villa have got plenty of doubles to come, so I'm quite keen to keep him around. Yeah, um, well, we, we sort of mentioned, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, that um, there was that athletic article about how many minutes the players are getting. Like, uh, Dean Smith's not rotating the squad at all and used the least number of substitutions out of any team in the league. So I wonder if that is catching up with some of the other players that play week in, week out. Because, um, yeah, like Brighton were all over them for parts of that game. Like, Martin has made nine saves, <laughs> which... Um, you know, when you look at that, it's like they were lucky to hold on for a draw in that game. Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, Grealish's numbers are on the slide when you look at like number of shots, number of chances being created. Whether it's just a blip or not, will um, we'll, time will tell. Um, I'm just going to quickly plug the YouTube as well now that I've got the new yeah. new camera set up. So, subscribe, camera. subscribe on YouTube. Um, I could do with actually turning the quality down a little bit on this because it shows every little bit of the face, which is annoying. <laughs> I'm, um, I was saying to you last week, uh, gonna need a new moisturizer so I don't look, don't look funny on the camera. Um, don't, don't is that why you're growing the beard out, going for the rugged, the rugged Hollywood look? Well, I, I just, I, I, I think if I um, work on my skincare regimen, I, I won't end up looking like I'm forty in my twenties like you. 
right nice one <laughs> no comment from yourself i was expecting I was expecting a bite or something i don't come back from that you've just, <laughs> you just gone personal um what, what, god we've both lost our train of thought now after that uh what, what was what was the first thing we're talking about double game week 25 let's get into that leeds and southampton who have yeah. you got currently from those so i've currently only got bamford i was planning on bringing Rafinha and Kane in this week. Uh, I'm still going to, I think I'm still going to do that despite Spurs looking bad. And the interesting one for me was Leeds. What, what was their match now? It, obviously it was Arsenal 4-2. Uh, still scored two goals, but Calvin Phillips is a big miss for them for me in the in the centre of the park there. And Wolves are, Wolves have kind of turned a corner a bit. They've brought in that striker ahead of Fabio Silva. Uh, Fabio Silva looked like he won competition early in the season. So they finally got bit of a spearhead up front and bringing the best out of Neto um, and Podence. So it would be an interesting game that I don't think, if you asked me two or three game weeks ago, I'd think Leeds would hammer them, especially away where they're better and Wolves will have to come out a bit. But I don't think, I'm not as convinced that they will now. And then Southampton, obviously out of form. They've not won last five or six now, five or six in the bounce. Obviously they've got that 9-0 in there. So, I probably will still count Captain Bamford um, just because I like to captain the, the double and I probably will bring Rafinha because they're still scoring goals. But I don't think... I'm not expecting massive numbers, but I could be wrong. I don't know about yourself. So, yeah, I've currently got Dallas and Bamford um, and I'd like to get Rafinha and Ings. But I'm probably right, so you're to... going all out. Well, I'd like to. I think I'm going to have to pick one. Because of the strategy for um, the twenty twenty six and the blank, which we'll talk about later, it makes it hard to get to get a Southampton player in. Basically, so I think I'm more likely to get Rafina. Um, I saw a stat before that um, in over the last five, the only player to have less points than um, than Gundogan is is Rafina. So he's he's got thirty eight points over the last five game weeks. Kind of oh. got going a little bit under the radar. His, his ownership's quite low as well, so I'd um, I'd probably recommend like if you're chasing and you're um, you know you're behind in your mini leagues or whatever, and you're looking for a differential, Rafine is probably a a good differential captain to Bamford this week because his ownership's so much lower. So what, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I. I... I was always Rafinha. If I didn't obviously got Bamford already, he was always the other standout for me. I think Dallas, he's playing midfield, so he's getting a few assists now, isn't he? But Leeds just don't look good for a clean sheet at all. But you kind of, with him playing midfield, you kind of get in the attacking potential as well. So I think if I if I only had Bamford, I think Rafinha would be the go-to for me ahead of any other asset. If you've got the transfers and it works with your strategy for for the blank, because um. Just to quickly touch on it, leads play in the blank. So having three leads, depending on what you're doing with your free hits and wild cards and whatever, having three leads might be a good a good plan because then you know you've got three players playing in blank twenty in the blank twenty nine. Yep. So and they're cheap enough to go on your bench, aren't they? Dallas in the game weeks in between, Dallas and Rafina, they're both like below five and a half million. So um, I wouldn't necessarily put people off Dallas still because uh, yeah. He's got. You can always just pop up with a goal like he has been doing. Uh, but yeah, I think like you say, Calvin Phillips is a is a miss. Um, something about yeah. the way they play, like they just seem to 
they don't seem to keep hold of the ball as well, do they? And which means they concede more chances without him. Um, but yeah, so yeah, m- maybe look out for the team news. See if Calvin Phillips is back before you decide how big to go on Leeds. Who, um... Maybe else has just done his presser. He's not oh, fit. Right. He's not this fit. weekend. That's why. That's why I said it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who um who, who would you be taking out for uh, Rafina? Well, I think at the price point, uh, the easy one for me would be Suchek. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I'm doing personally as well. But I think a lot of people who have Suchek, I think it's quite a straightforward move. I think he's only point one more Rafinha, um, and no doubt Suchek will score now. Now he only scores when I'm not playing him, so that'll probably happen. But West Ham, uh, just uh, just a point out ahead of the, so they don't play. They do play in 29. Sorry, but 26. It's City away, and we're expecting a double there, which we'll touch on. So, might be a bad, bad uh, one to get rid of. For, make way for Rafinha. Yeah, I'm looking to get rid of Antonio as well soon. Like West Ham, I'm not keen on having my West Ham options at the moment. Um, should we quit? Should we talk a little bit about Southampton? I think Ings is a. A decent shout still because like you mentioned Pep letting slip that they're going to have an extra game with Southampton so in the next three or four that means Southampton have definitely got an extra two games compared to other people I think once the fixtures come out um, yep. so even though Southampton aren't in good form it, you'd fancy Ings given those number of extra games to, to get a decent number of points in those it's just whether you can fit him and Kane and whatever you want in for for the, for the double game at 26 as well, whether it fits with your um with what you've got up front. Uh, for me, it doesn't really. I think because I'd like to have Bamford, uh, Calvert-Lewin and Watkins, I think, because Aston Villa are going to have doubles as well. To, and they've got a few games to catch up on, but and I don't have Grealish, so Watkins could, could be... Um, the way I go, I think, eventually, rather than Ings. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could all change once the fixtures get announced and we see what goes where. Hard to say concretely what we'd recommend. I think I wouldn't get a Southampton defender in though, or anything like that. I think it's probably Ings or Bust for me if I was recommending someone to look at Southampton. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, should we go through... Obviously, it depends on what you're going to do over the next few game weeks and what your chip strategy is going to be, as you've said. So I think if you are planning to either free hit 29 or wildcard immediately after, you kind of these plans that you do, any transfer that you make, you've kind of got to look at that big picture. Um, Obviously, it's going to be a quick turnaround and a lot of doubles coming up. So there's going to be a lot of different ways to play it, depending on what chips you have left and stuff like that. yeah, you, so like, you, if you've got, if if you've used your free hit, uh, you you don't really want to be transferring out players that play in game week twenty nine now, because then yeah, because then you just you just fucking yourself over basically. <laughs> uh, couldn't, couldn't think of a better way of putting that. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, but if you still do have your free hit, you can, and you you're happy to use it in twenty nine, you can just do what you want really. You don't have to worry about it because then you can just make whatever team you want for that game week. Um, so we still have our free hits, um, but with what I'm looking at, I'm thinking of still not using it in 29 because I think I'll have. Yeah, I'm not either. Because yeah, and the thinking there is that if 
the Villa Spurs game gets rearranged for 29, which is rumoured to. Again, Premier League, give us some fixtures. Um, I, I think I could have a decent enough team for 29 anyway. And there's going to be another another blank later on when um, the uh, League Cup final is and stuff like that. So I might have more of an edge to use it then. Because there's not many people planning for that. So it's, it's City and Spurs in it, League Cup final. Yeah. So yeah, there they could conceivably be managers with six players from those two teams and then those and then could have a weak favorable double as well yeah so yeah like i might save my free hit for around then if i can um get through this one all right um and and yeah and then my wild card i, I might not i don't think a few weeks ago the plan was to wild card this week and then bench boost in game week 26 but given how late this announcement is like i don't really want to rush a wild card together to bench position 26 and then we were talking last week about the pitfall of making a wild card squad with lots of money on the bench for the bench boost and then you have to carry that expensive bench for the rest of this you know for quite quite a few weeks while you're um struggling to fit in all the expensive players that are back now which we'll talk about later so i i think i'm just going to try and get through the next year without using any of my chips personally um what one other option we've not talked about which I've seen some people doing is um, some people are like dead ending their team this week, getting in Leeds and Southampton players, and then either free hitting or wild card in in game week twenty six itself to come out to to get rid of so they can max on the uh, eleven doublers in twenty six. So that's a different way of doing it. Um, if you um, if you have got a few Leeds and Southampton players already and then you don't want them in 26, you can maybe play a wild card in, in 26 itself and just not bench boost. Yeah, if you, if you did that though, you'd have to, you'd need your free hit left in 29 because the yeah. people who double in 26 don't have a game in 29, yeah. Yeah. You'd have so, to have quite a few chips available. So yeah, well, that's, um, th- th- that's something we could do, but yeah, I'm not sure myself. I, I, just, I just don't like the idea now of, um, especially this week playing the wild card because of, it just feel like a bit of a rush job given how late the fixture announcements come in. Um, are you are you thinking about wildcarding next week though at all? No, since we last spoke, the only thing that's changed for me is bench boost in 26. So I'm going to make two transfers this week, Rafinha and Kane in, and that would leave me with 10, game, 10 double game week, 11, including two goalkeepers. So like you say, you don't really want a wildcard into a team that's, you've got a lot on the bench and two goalkeepers is something that I don't want. So I'm actually going to play two transfers this week and then two next week, uh, two doubles defenders in. So that would leave me with everyone playing a double. So 13 in total and then Bamford and Rafinha and they've got Aston Villa at home, which isn't too difficult of a fixture. So I'm going to bench boost there um, and then I've got seven players for 29. So then I'm going to kind of dead end my team up until then. We talked about dead ending. That's just like build towards that game week, and then wild card immediately after, and then that'll leave me with the bench uh, with the free hit between thirty one and thirty eight. So I think that's going to be my strategy now, uh, just because I might as well make the most of it whilst I've got two goalkeepers on a double, uh, Pope and Martinez, because uh, I'm I don't really want a wild card with two playing goalkeepers. So yeah, yeah that's I, the only I thing look, that's changed look, for me. I look forward to seeing the uh, break the new breakdown of your plan. 
on Twitter. <laughs> that, that, that tweet you put out last week where you, you mapped out your people's heads off. It, 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 people were just like, what the fuck? I thought about doing my own version of that and I was just like, I can't even be bothered. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'll have to rep rappers and do, one, do, do another one of those. So at least someone on the podcast is trying. Yeah, definitely. I just thought to myself when you were talking last week about you don't want a wild card a team with too big on the bench. And at the moment, because of the injuries that we had in the past few weeks, my team is actually spread across because there's not many premium players um, and they're starting to come back now, which we'll talk about. Obviously, Kane, De Bruyne. So you kind of, when you wild card, you want all the big boys back if they're firing. Um, so yeah, like with, um, like De Bruyne got 10 minutes yesterday last night, didn't he? Yeah. Do you think he'll start the next game? Probably not, just because there's no real urge to like. It's different for Spurs because they rely so heavily on Kane now, and they're in a bit of a rut, and they kind of need to play Kane. Whereas City, the form's so good at the moment. If you asked me two months ago, then yeah, they'd be rushing him back. But I think they'll. I think they'll just Pep will play it safe. He'll he'll build his fitness in the Champions League, uh, and then he'll want to. It won't. It want him to peak towards the last stage of the Champions League and stuff, and the end of the season. So, I don't think. I don't think we'll uh, run him into the ground like Spurs have got to do with Hurricane. Because it's just it's while while the City players, it's been great having three of them most weeks because they're just consistently winning games and it's a great source of points. It feels like the three to have the best three to have seems to like change every week, which is annoying. Which is annoying. Like for Foden's been a good differential for me. Um, recently yeah. um but then i'm just a bit concerned that if De Bruyne is back the the high number of minutes Foden's been getting recently will drop off again so it's just annoying i might i might have to use one of my um trans precious transfers over the next few to swap to swap the city boys around again given i just did cancelo out to bring in gundigan last week but um if it will if, be interesting to see uh how the team goes because De Bruyne kind of plays in the position that Cancelo's been playing when we've been going forward so it'll be interesting to see how that gets managed whether Cancelo's still playing there yeah I mean you'd like to think Foden still keeps his place in the pecking order with the the goals he's been getting recently but you just can't you can't make you can't do any educated educated guesses like that with Pep can you if you were to play your wildcard tomorrow and you had to pick three city assets who would they be it's so hard at the moment because we don't know if Gundogan's back this week, do we? Yeah, it's just interesting. Aguero's um, back on the bench now, but I don't think with his value, people are going to be rushing to get him back. I think I'd probably go Diaz, Stones and Gundogan because I think like Gundogan will be back quite soon. Like uh, Pep said, he, he's, he's basically kind of just not risking him, didn't he, in the week? Yeah. Like, he said it wasn't a big problem. Uh, and even though De Bruyne is back, like, like you said on the podcast last week, Gundogan's run up of goal scoring started when De Bruyne was playing anyway. So, yeah, I can't see that changing. Um, so, yeah. And the, the reason I say Stones over Cancelo, just I reckon Diaz and Stones, the centre-backs, will be rotated less. That's the only yeah, concern- Laporte's played the last three, though, I think. It's, it's, it's just nothing's granted anymore. Yeah, because I guess with the Champions League now, maybe he'll, maybe he will play Laporte. Like, say if we were saying Diaz and Stones is his first choice centre back pairing, maybe he will play Laporte more in the league now to save 
to save their legs a bit for the Champions League, but I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. I still think the next five or six game weeks, it'll it'll look to win them all just to get the league out of the way. And then then we'll start to see some proper pep roulette if if we do start if we do tie it up early. PPR just because the proper pep roulette. <laughs> just because we haven't got a points total. Obviously the hundred season was different because we were chasing the points, but once we've won the league, it's like and the Champions League is going to be the big one. So, yeah, it will be, it'll be anyone knows what we'll all play. Edison in, up top. In, in, in 10 years' time, we'll all be getting phone calls and seeing adverts for PPR insurance. Uh, <laughs> um, what else did we need to talk about there? So, given, like, on that Ben, like, ben Quellen spreadsheet for the games that are predicted to double in 26, should we just maybe do a quick look at... Um, for people who are, who who are wildcard in either this week or in twenty six for the doubles, who are the top the best options fixtures, are. Yeah. So I think Spurs probably come out top, don't they? So yeah, that's yeah, why so you, that's why you're looking at Kane this week. Yeah, they've got Burnley and either Fulham or Southampton. You almost hope it's Southampton at the moment with the way them two are playing. So you, I think conceivably you could you could go Kane and Son if you could afford it with those games. Yeah, definitely. And they're playing 29 as well. So that's, well, if that fixture gets announced. So Spurs over the next four. If they're back, I know they're not playing too great, but Kane's still doing the business. He hit the crossbar against City, didn't he? With that mega free kick. So he's still in fine form. Uh, and then, who, who would you say after that? I mean, Everton's games that are predicted are either, it's it'll be Southampton and then either Aston Villa or West Brom. So if that was yeah. West Brom... Then that's great. That's great for if Dominic Calvert Lewin's back. Yeah, that's I'm why I'm keeping, keeping him around. Yeah. yeah. That's but. yeah, I think that's a good show. Like, that's why I'm keeping Calvert Lewin as well. Um Ancelotti originally said that he was only going to miss one game, but then he missed the city game as well. So I don't know if maybe the injury was worse. Yeah, but he sport. said in his presser last night he's back for the derby. So maybe maybe okay. they just thought City got no chance. Uh, let's keep him back but yeah he, he definitely said in his press that he's back for the derby and then after that who um, what, what's City is the obvious one as well isn't oh it? yeah West Ham West Ham, and then Wolves or Southampton so yeah I mean I, I don't think any, I think stick with three City players if you're wildcarding basically uh, I don't think any, like, like you say until the Champions League really gets going you can you can hopefully still rely on three Decent city starters each week. Um, yeah. Villa, Leeds, and then Everton or Sheffield United. So keep well, your Villa Le- assets around. Le- Leeds have only got one in 26, right? One game. Yeah. Villa played Leeds, but then they've got another one. So Everton or Sheffield United. But Leeds oh, okay. have got one, yeah. So, yeah, Villa, it's, in- it's an interesting one, Villa, because like we've just been saying their form's not ideal. But yeah, with the their doubles, you'd probably still want someone, wouldn't you? Like M- Martinez just looks a lot for the goalkeeper. Um, it's almost as if it's Martinez and one other, isn't it? Like three almost seems too much with the form yeah, that they're in. I, I wouldn't, tr- I wouldn't trouble up. Someone. I'd, I'd say probably Grealish or Watkins. Yeah. Um, or if, you, if you've got your bench boost, then potentially want like target someone, potentially. But yeah, yeah I'd, only go, I'd only go one attacking option. Do um oh actually I guess a team we've not really talked about recently that much that I've 
an all right du- double potentially in 26 is Leicester and they're on good form Possibly. as well. Yeah. So yeah, like someone who nobody will have, I don't think, would be Vardy. He could be a great differential. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, the player I just got rid of, Harvey Barnes, um, he, he, he's just been saying he's like really motivated to play well at the moment to try and get in the England squad. So, um, yeah, and Madison's not short confidence either. They're, they're going under the radar and they're loving it, aren't they? The, the, the confidence is so high. A team that we can comfortably avoid if you wildcard in 26 is uh, Crystal Palace. Wouldn't you know, no Zaha, no party. I think they've won two without Zaha since he joined, and it's it's not. It's, it's more fixtures than you think. I think it's above 20 and they've won two or something. What, what about United? So their double would be Chelsea and Crystal Palace if it if it gets confirmed. Yeah. 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 Bruno, Bruno, everyone's got. And then potentially, well, I know that the defence hasn't looked great recently. I've got Luke Shaw and he's got he's getting assists even though he's not necessarily getting clean sheet. So Yeah. I think if, you, if you're going to use your bench push in 26, Luke Shaw, given his price, is a good one to have in your defence, isn't he? Yeah, um, Chelsea don't double in twenty six, do they? Is yeah, they... United and Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Okay, because um, a player who's been catching the eye recently, a blast from the past, is uh, Marcus Alonso. <laughs> we talked about him last week, didn't he? He was he's flying. Then he got rested to get the game before we did the preview last week because Chilwell's obviously behind him. But when he's been playing, he's been playing exceptionally, hasn't he? And... Yeah, is is I, I, I don't. Don't have them to hand annoyingly, but his shots—I saw his sh- shots in the box numbers for weekend just gone, and yeah, he's back to his um, back to his old tricks. Um, being a that defense looks really good. It's almost as if who's the player? Rudiger's only four point five, four point six. He's he looks pretty nailed, doesn't he? And then it's a it's a shame really because Mendy could have put pressure on Martinez as the other keeper, but it looks like Kepa's been given a run as well, so I probably wouldn't touch that. Yeah, it was strange that he gave Kepa two games, but then afterwards he said Mendy's definitely still number one. Uh, I, 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 I wonder if they're just trying to put Kepa in the shop window a bit, showing that he's half decent still. <laughs> I don't know. Can't really get my head around yeah. it. Um, one other thing I guess to talk about while we're on this. So we were talking about Kane and De Bruyne being back and people might be trying to work them in if they're um, changing their teams around this week. If you had to get rid of someone who's part of the current template, like say Fernandez or Salah, to make room for the players with the best game weeks and stuff, who would you um... get rid of? Fernandez or Salah? No chance. Yeah, but n- not everyone's got your team value. All right. Well, because like Salah's been ticking along nicely despite Liverpool's form, hasn't he? And then midweek he was brilliant, really good, and I just I'm just reluctant to sell. So if I was if you add me a gunpoint between the two, I'd probably say Fernandez. But Fernandez is great too. Yeah, and you'd want Salah Fernandez and then one other, I think. And Gundogan kind of allows you to do that. So after Newcastle, uh, Fernandez's um, fixtures are Chelsea away, City away, West Ham at home, and then blank. So. With Spurs' fixtures, I'm just thinking like there will be people who maybe want to double Son and Kane. And to afford that, that's why I'm saying some, some people have been talking about getting rid of one of Fernandez or Salah. Right, so Fernandez, so it'd be Son, Kane and then one of them, yeah. Because like, what's your team value currently? 
It must be pretty high now, like over 105. 107.7. 107.7. So yeah, mine's my, mine's like just over 105. I think, I don't know what I've done. I've, I've not been making as many early transfers and I fucked up taking in and out Bamford, which lost me a lot of value um, a few weeks ago. But yeah, like people who are on below 105, they might struggle to have the three the three city players they want, Kane, Son, etc. Yeah, true. I'd say yeah, Salah's fixtures look better, and yeah, he's he's shown that even when Liverpool are playing badly, he can keep ticking over with goals. Despite Spurs' fixtures, would you not suggest though Salah, Fernandez, and then one of Son and Kane? Would you would you be would you be advocating both? Um, well, it depends whether you're a fixtures or form manager, doesn't it? I think if you're a fixtures manager and you really want to attack the fixtures, then that double that if it gets confirmed for, for Spurs. Burnley Southampton at home, it could be, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's really they are really good fixtures. And it's it's a way of differentiating yourself from people because I think everybody in that week is gonna have one of them, aren't they? So if you if you want to try and do something different and get an edge and you're chasing, then I think going to Son and Kane is is an option but like you say yeah the form doesn't maybe justify it at the moment uh it's not they don't look like putting six goals past anyone like they were at the start of the season yeah um but yeah they if you're um another reason would be you know if you're if you don't have your free hit for 29 having having an extra spurs player over fernandez or salah works because because United and Liverpool don't play in the blank, so yeah, no, you're right. It's, yeah. it's 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 very team dependent. Depends on you need to like we were saying last week. You probably need to um, make a little roadmap for your team, like Callum did on Twitter, <laughs> and um, just look at yeah. I think if if you can roadmap to 29 and then worry about 30 onwards when it comes, because I think I think there's an international break between 29 and 30 when I looked, so you can kind of do a relentless plan to then and then kind of take a breath and refresh and take a look at your next moves after then, I'd say. Yeah, so should we um, move on to what we're doing this week then? I mean, you've already said pretty much what you're doing. Is that, is that kind yeah, of like... pretty much nailed on. Suchek for Rafinha, uh, Antonio for Kane. Uh, if it was early in the season, I already would have made them transfers because I think Rafinha's gone up midweek, but just with so many games and I'm just gonna wait until the deadline i think yeah i mean how, how much how much bloody more team value do you need 107 million <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> yeah but it's worked hasn't it I'm, I'm doing well and i've got money in the bank when we come to wildcard i'm just gonna copy your team and have one extra premium player <laughs> <laughs> you like the um jeff bezos of fpl just hoarding all the wealth um what was i gonna say uh actually i want to bring in rafina uh i'm not really sure who to take out there's part of me that thinks I should take out Foden, but then that absolutely leaves me with two City players. But the other option would be Son. Um, but yeah, so I need to decide whether I want to have Kane and Son next week, or do I want to have three City players next week? So either Son or Foden to Rafinha, and then next in game week 26, I'll then bring in Kane for Antonio. Um, Could you... Um... Obviously talked about Ings, Antonio Twings potentially. 
just looking at your team now. Are you kind of set on Rafinha? Well, if, if I did Antonio to Ings, I'd then have to take Ings out straight away the week after to bring in Kane. So right. it'd be a very short-term sort of thing. Right, and you definitely set on Kane 26 and fixtures kind of... So you wouldn't just settle for Son? No, I think Kane... I think there's going to be people... We've not talked about it yet, but I think in game week 26, there'll be a lot of managers triple captain in Kane in that week because we've just talked about how good their fixtures are. Yeah. So I think... And like Kane's just a more consistent source of points over Son. Like he's got the assist and the goal threat, and Tottenham, every like they rely on him so much, as we've said in previous pods. Um, if I was going to have one of the two, it'd be Kane, definitely. Um, yeah, same here. That's why I'm looking to bring him in. And then what else do we need to talk about? I think that's. Oh, we had a question, didn't we? From. Yeah. Baroon, I'll say, seeing as he keeps moaning about me saying his name wrong. <laughs> I'm convinced that's not his name. I'm so convinced, but but yeah. Uh, what was what was his question? Something about when to use the wild card. So um, when to use the wild card, and he he doesn't have his free hit left. So yeah, he 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 needs to look at what he's going to do in game week 29. So if he's wild, he doesn't have his free hit. Yeah, I'd I'd dead end my team to then 29. Uh, I'd build my transfers around 29 and then, yeah, wildcard immediately after would be my advice. Don't know if you've got the same. Uh, let's have a look at his team. What um, what if he doesn't have many double game week players in 26? Because, yeah, I imagine he was asking because he's thinking of doing it soon. Let's look at his team. Edison one. Burnley, they've got one, haven't they? Two, three... Four, Burnley's double's five, pretty bad though, isn't it? Six. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I he's mean, still got he's, nine yeah. double game weekers there. I, I don't think I'd be wildcarding right now if I haven't got my free hit left. I think his team's still going to look good for 26. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, that could be a way to um yeah get to 29 and then... So something... Something that... The way to do it, I'd say, is bring if he wants to make a transfer for 26, is bring in Villa or Spurs because they've doubled in 26 and have a game in 29. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's um, if it that's if and that that advice holds if the Premier League add Villa yeah, to yeah, Spurs to, to game week 29. So at the moment in game week 29, there's Brighton versus Newcastle, Fulham versus Leeds, West Ham versus Arsenal. And it's predicted that Aston Villa versus Spurs is going to be added to that to that game week. I just think it's a bit of a shit game week. I wouldn't be free hitting or I wouldn't be wildcarding with that game week in mind. Because yeah, the, I don't know about you. Yeah, because the I point it'd be such a low scoring week. The yeah, I just will... think it'd be quite low. And yeah, I just don't think that's a game week where anyone's going to make any ground really. Yeah, so I think if you've already got a team with eight or nine players who are gonna double when the fixtures get announced in twenty six, you can just you can hold your wild card and use it to fix a problem later on, which I think is what we're both planning to do, isn't it? Yeah. Having spoken about it. So um it's annoying that we're both on the same page with things. I'm gonna to have to start doing some mad shit to try and catch you. Um it's only five points, isn't it? So as long as you've got something little in the bank every week, you can kind of keep yourself well you got ten last week, so as long as you've got a little a little louting in the pocket, then you never you never know. <laughs> little louting. Uh, it, it was funny watching the uh, post-match afterwards and uh, Jay Rodriguez was saying, oh, yeah, Loughton puts him away like that every day in training. 
was like, he's not scored in eight years. Like, what are you on about? He puts my way like that every day in training. Um, but yeah, great piece of luck there with Lowton. Um, I think that's that's everything for, for this week. Um, like we say, annoying that we didn't have the um, double game with Fitch just confirmed. Kind of had to um, freestyle yeah. what we were saying with the advice. But It'll give us something to talk about next week, I suppose. Yeah, uh, hopefully it's been a bit clearer than what we were saying last week. Um, uh, and let's hope that Leeds beat Southampton, so you know, as we're both both getting Leeds players and avoiding Southampton by the looks of it. Um, yeah. Captain, you Captain Bamford. Well, Captain Rafinha. C- Captain Rafinha could be one of the mad things I do to try and catch you. Right. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I've not decided on that yet. But it's going to be a Leeds player. Yeah, it'll be a Leeds player. It'll, it'll be Bamford or Rafina. All right, everyone. Mindy's going to captain sell it. <laughs> I guess the, <laughs> just to give a quick mention, the, uh, the the single game week player who could outscore the double game week is his Fernandez of Newcastle at home. Yeah, they look bad, don't they? Yeah. So um, if, if for people who aren't getting in Leeds players for the double. Fernandez is probably going to be the captain, isn't it? So yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's, I just, be... it's just more fun, isn't it? A double. I'm yeah. always swayed by the double. It could be, it could be Burnley having a double. I think I've I famously captained Shane Duffy for Brighton when they had a good double, and I think he got four points across the doubles. I don't know why you're shouting that out on the podcast, mate. God, <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I, I did the same actually. I don't know. I don't know what everyone was thinking. Is that two years thing. ago? Yeah, I think everyone did it. It was like a Twitter thing. <laughs> oh, well, what, what, what a way to end this week's podcast. Shane Duffy, triple captain. Um, yeah, f- oh, f- fingers crossed we get some fixtures soon. And um, see you next week. See you back.